Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spoof Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, episode 100. My name is Craig Goldberg. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I've done it a hundred times and I'm going to do it a thousand more. I am here with our co-hosts of Yes Have Some Podcast, Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? Happy 100. And Jacob Walsh. What's up, guys? What a party we're having. What's happening? We've got masks on. (laughs) We hate. We all wear masks. Yeah. We do, metaphorically speaking. Uh-huh. I, uh, I'm going to unmask because I'm starting to fog up in here. You guys so. look yeah. good. You guys look good. Jake, you want to unmask Titanic before we uh, get started yeah. here? Yeah, I'm going to take this mask off as well, yeah. I like that. You know what, though? It was fun. I like the party. It was a good party, it's a good party while it lasted. Uh, while Jake unmasks, I do want to welcome everybody to our 100th episode here at Yes Have Some. We've been doing this for over two years. Oh, my God. Oh my god! So the audio, <laughs> Jacob uh, Walsh. The uh, the folks listening on audio don't know this, but Jake just derobed. He was wearing a, I guess, an Indoraptor mask. It was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was a okay. T Rex, and now uh, yeah. knows his dinosaurs. He has on the famous, the fabled, the talked about, the Slimer mask. From yep. to the call. Dude. I had to break it out. You know, 100th episode, I figured it needed to come out of the case, you know? I love that so much. I have to get a picture of it did right you, now. Did you get that out of your um, safety deposit box at the bank? I did. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you, where do you yeah. keep that thing? <laughs> I do have a... Uh, I do have a, a a glass, you know, display case that has um, some masks and busts, and this is in the uh, proudly displayed in the back of it. <laughs> Dude, is it like folded up, or do you have it on top of like a? a I have it on like a little man. I have it on. I have it on like a little mannequin head, so mm-hmm. it will stay by itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. You and you can't see you like you can't see any of the autographs. Basically, they're all like, I know just for the people who watch. Uh, there are some autographs all over this, but uh, they're not very good ones. Um, but hey, well, they're good people, just not yeah. good autographs. They're, no, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just you know. Who do you got on there? This is uh, Paul Feig, uh, Ernie Hudson, uh, Kristen Wiig, um, 
God, who? Everybody signed it. Everybody yeah. except uh, Kate McKinnon. Melissa McCarthy didn't sign it, right? Kate McKinnon did sign. Um, yeah, Melissa McCarthy is the only one that did not sign. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that we say and, shame. And that's why we don't somewhere. like her in the movie. <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> no, I remember everyone commenting, though, when that happened. It was like, Melissa McCarthy didn't sign. Everyone else was doing a lot more interaction. So. Yeah. Also, Bill Murray didn't sign it because he didn't fucking show up. Mm-hmm. I'm still not over that one. I thought that was my chance to... <laughs> To meet the... Thought he, we thought we were going to see him, yeah. Yeah. Listen. I was holding out hope. I thought maybe he'd show up in the theater or something. Yeah, I thought... Give us our pizza. Just ruin the movie for everybody. <laughs> it just shows up halfway yeah, through the movie. Yeah, that ruined it. Listen, we love Bill Murray. He's one of the... <laughs> he's one of the... Um, I don't know, those mythical creatures of Hollywood. We're yeah. all fans. There was a documentary that just came out about There was. Tommy Avalone. Or, yeah. Uh, who, who did Ghost Heads. He just did a... Uh, uh, a documentary about Bill Murray and all the, uh, I don't know, all of the fanfare and the the urban legends of Bill Murray showing. Have, has anybody seen it? I haven't. They've been premiering it at uh, festivals and South by Southwest and things like that. And yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance like to, to see that soon. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd love to see it and you know see if it's like um, just focused on like one insane Bill Murray fan or if it's like an actual documentary. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, there's two documentaries. The one that you're, there is a documentary that a girl put out that is just about her, how she's a Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh, okay. No, I know what you're thinking of. I know what of. you're thinking of. <laughs> it's a you're different movie. You know what movie. I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. I like a different movie more. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Listen. That's the third time. Easy in... Tiger. Okay. Um, just point. Did, just um, did you get any fans to sign that Slimer mask? Fans? Yeah, like fans of the franchise. I should have. Like famous um, fans of the franchise? I, I should have because I know one guy's probably mad that I didn't. Yeah, but. well, listen. Listen. Mm. We're not here to be negative. Mm-mm. I started right... Listen, before we get started, um, I wanted to make a list for myself of accomplishments and things that have happened uh, for Yes Have Some Podcasts in the time that we started. And I found myself making a list of just things that have happened in the world since Yes Have, have Some have started, and <laughs> yeah. since the podcast has started, and I realized that there's a chance that by starting this show, we have somehow changed the course of history, and, it, and everything's going wrong. So we might just want to rethink. We um, messed it up. We, we should have stopped. Since, we since, should, you're, you're saying we should butterfly effect this We need go to be able to come and stop things in reverse. Here's the situation. Okay. Yeah. Since we started the show, uh, Donald Trump became president. Okay. Carrie Fisher died. Mm-hmm. People yeah. don't even really like Star Wars anymore. Roseanne's canceled. <laughs> okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, hey, we got a third Ghostbusters movie, and it was great, and the franchise is perfectly fine. Exactly. It's in, it's in, in, cap- in good hands, capable, capable hands. hands. Right? God damn it. <laughs> I knew it. That's going to come back to bite me. Uh, this is like the, this is the Yes Have Some Inside Joke episode. So Yeah. If this is your first time tuning in, I would suggest going back, listening to a few back issues, as they used to. Yeah, like a hundred of them. Yeah, listen to a hundred episodes. Then it's more like a hundred. It's more like a hundred and five if you count the live episodes. I think we had some live episodes. We didn't count them. We didn't count. (laughs) Last week we had a a, our solo review. We didn't even count that because we were in a hotel. 
You can't record a podcast in a hotel and number it. It's not a serious podcast. Um, I actually went back and listened to some of it. It's one of the first things I say as I go, I'm not going to waste the hundredth episode on a hotel. Uh, so anyways, listen, uh, we're extremely, uh, all joking aside, I can't speak for the two of you, although sometimes I do. Uh, I'm extremely excited that we've been doing this uh, for two years. I'm, I'm humbled by... Uh, the amazing people that I get to surround myself every week with. Um, not you guys, just other people that I've met in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you guys, uh, you're my best friends, and I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We, we've <laughs> I'm going to do a Mike Myers impersonation every week. Uh, I've had a blast. I need it, I need I, it. I need it every, like, half an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> uh, groovy, baby. Ow. Listen, I don't want to go on and ramble, because I'll keep going, but... I've really enjoyed myself over the last two years and these last hundred episodes, and I want to keep it going full steam ahead. Abby, how do you feel a hundred episodes into Yes, Have Some Podcast? I mean, I I feel very grateful. Um, I feel surprised that we're already at a hundred because, like, it it kind of feels like we just started. But then, as I was looking back and scrolling. I went to... Um, and then you try to set up the audio and video and go, I can't believe this is take... <laughs> give me cancer <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, no. I can't believe I'm still doing it. Um, but no, uh, we've recorded this many episodes. It's insane. I still get stressed before we sit down. Um, I'm very glad that we started our podcast. I feel like the, um, the ripple out effect has been really cool. We've met a lot of really awesome people and had opportunities to do things that... I wouldn't have been able to do without like the three of us coming together. And I think it's special. It is special. Hey, right now in my hand, I'm holding something that we didn't have two years ago. That's a good thing that happened. Uh, Ghostbusters Playmobil toys. I don't know who this is. He's kind of a ghost. Is that Paul Feig? That's like Gertrude Aldridge's dad. (laughs) Or Paul Feig. Or Paul Feig. Wait a minute. Is Paul Feig Gertrude Aldridge's dad? Hmm. Technically, yeah. He created her. (laughs) I don't know if that was... Uh, Jake, how are you feel on 100 episodes in? Uh, I'm fine. All Good. right, Jacob Walsh. Jake no, fine. you know, I, no, dude, I, I, uh, just echoing everything you guys said, like, I feel like we've been able to do and bullshit our way into a lot of things that we would not have been able to do or bullshit our way into yeah. without, you know, uh, acting hey. semi-professional once yeah, a week. Yeah. Um, Some, hey, sometimes we have to bullshit our way out of things, too. Yeah, <laughs> but we're able we're able to, and it's great. Um, yeah. I was looking back through, uh, you know, our episode list in preparation for this uh, mm-hmm. episode, and I was just like, oh, shit, I forgot we did this. I forgot this happened. I was like, I was just like, wow, we really have done a lot of stuff. And uh, I was like, we talked I, about La La Land? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like, like I don't remember this. Gilmore Yeah, Rose. there's a lot of, we've done a lot of stuff, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's been great. We have. Um, so this is how this is going to work. We're going we're gonna to roll out with some stress. We got a little fuck budget. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, but first, I wanted to talk about our weekend that we just had. If you listen to our last episode, you would know that we are in Orlando, uh, or we were last weekend. Uh, we did Star Wars The Void, the VR experience. I know we talked about it, but... Uh, I still say, if you're not planning on doing that or you haven't done it yet, drop what you're doing. Yeah, seriously. Cancel your plans. Sell some stuff. Sell your shit. If you're a child, go ahead and just get emancipated from your parents. Mm-hmm. and just Move get, to Orlando. Move to Orlando. 
and make sure you <laughs> and, uh, make sure by you yourself. Check out the void. It's very uh, for, do all of that for a ten minute thing. Yeah, it's worth yeah, it. it's worth it. Hey, it's listen, so worth man, it. I lust for virtual reality now. Mm-hmm. I think I've been in a bad mood don't all week that. because yeah. uh, don't say lust. Don't say you don't like the word lust. It's, sin. <laughs> it's one of the seven it's deadly just, sins. Yeah, just really not is. when you say um, it in that context. Hey, by the way, also. Um, it used to be glutton was one of the seven deadly sins. Now it's gluten. Oh, so, yeah. was that about the spot? I just made that up. That's probably not the first person to say that. No, but, but I do respect you that. Respect it? Um, so all this to say, uh, Jake was just talking about how we've gotten to do a lot of stuff. We've had a lot of experiences together in the last couple of years. We took part in something on Sunday, no, Monday afternoon that I wanted to bring up right now. For the first time ever, Yes Have Some podcast took part in saving a human being's Heroism. life. Heroism. Yeah, yeah, I almost forgot about that. We, I was we, like, what is he about to say? I was like, we were just driving on Monday. I was like, Monday, we went to Taco Bell. We did go to Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Uh, but hours later, uh, <clears throat> we were with Hal Clay, friend of the podcast. We were driving down Jake's Street, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a child. Not only did a child get saved. Let's face it. Hal did the work. All, all we did was I watch. jumped out of the car, though. Yeah. Uh, there was With a, the inclination to help. There was a group of children in a front yard by Jake's house. One of them was dangling from like... When you drove up, you could tell that, that like something was... Something weird. was wrong. Something was all off. the kids were they crying. Just, yeah. All they were the all kids circled crying. around the one um, And they were all circled around this one child, this little girl, who's dangling... Like off a ten foot ledge that drops down into running water, um, yeah. like near a sewer grate or whatever, and the kids are running towards the house, screaming. So I'm like, okay, they're going to get the parents, and then like ten more kids run out of the house. Yeah, more kids come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, weird. So not to dwell on this, Hal jumped out of the car, saved the child. We're superheroes now. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. in the MCU. Uh, Jake, mm-hmm. what's your superhero special power? Um, uh, that you just put me on the spot. Um, I can eat a lot of bread. Ooh, that's good. And he doesn't yeah. gain a Guess pound. Gluten yeah, is not a it. problem for you. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, episode one hundred. All no, right. So jokes. listen. Shout out to the little girl whose life we saved. Yes, shout out to her. I'm sure her she's listening. <laughs> she's uh, a huge fan now. Uh, she's she's drawing. Fan. She's like drawing pictures of how putting them on her. Uh, she's like. <laughs> Oh. I promise you, no, there was a guy. There was a man. There was a man. He had a handlebar he had mustache. A, he yeah. had a beautiful mustache. <laughs> he, he did. A Hal, shiny head. Hal got mad at me for not filming that. Yeah. I had been filming everything else all goddamn weekend. Oh. And I was, hey, that's yeah. Hal's altruism. You didn't fucking film it? You didn't film it? <laughs> so make a post. I love that. I like this post. I think it's... um. <laughs> Fitting that uh, we saved a child from being sucked into a sewer. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. there's so there, yes, yeah. there's a lot. By of that logic, the next kid we save will be being sucked into a proton trap. Yeah, <laughs> is that what those are called? Do I even uh, like Ghostbusters anymore? <laughs> ghost yeah. trap. A ghost. A trap. proton trap. All right, cool. So let's talk about Megacon. I want to, Jake. <laughs> Me too. We had yeah. a lot. Of, we had a lot of build up let's to this convention. Um, how? Uh-huh. What was uh? What was your takeaway? Oh, it was I'll just have to say off the just off the bat like we were only there for a day. It was the complete opposite of what I was expecting. Um 
everything ran smoothly. We were in and out of Jeff Goldblum's autograph line in 20 minutes, right? which is insane. Um, we were able to walk around, do what we wanted. We got into our photo op line, which took maybe 30 minutes, if that. I don't know. It wasn't long. It wasn't long. Uh, it was just – it was smooth. It was easy. It wasn't crowded. It was – I was like – I was shocked how – good everything was at the convention it was the complete opposite of like you know every other convention yeah Yeah. conventions in general are pretty stressful like just the nature of being around thousands of people in long lines it's usually hot absolutely what was your experience like uh my experience was much like jake i was blown away by like how different it was in a good way from the other conventions that we've attended recently yeah um and when we arrived the the line to get in was extremely long um one of jake's friends our mutual friend andrea was able to help us out we kind of like snuck in which was really nice but that big line had me thinking that we would be encountering even longer lines like once we got into the inside the convention (laughs) by the way Um, we didn't sneak in we didn't sneak okay none of that happened Uh, first of all uh, we have a long so Jake was talking about bullshitting our way into things. Yeah. There's a good example. We 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 tend to we're we're sneaky. Yeah. We're sneaky. We find ways in. We find ways in. We end up in the front of the line. But it didn't matter because everything was running so smoothly. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, being inside of a convention where there's a whole bunch of people is stressful. So for me having my backpack with all of my stuff is important. As soon as we got inside um, and got in the Jeff Goldblum autograph line, I just got my comic books out and like kind of sat down. Just sat on the floor. Like crisscross. Hey, you know what's fun when you're lined for Yeah, I get stressed by like large crowds. When when you're in a long line, you know what's great? When the guy behind you starts talking to you and just wants to do his Jeff Goldblum impression. Yeah, that's great. I love that. It was good. Thanks for that. It was a good impression. Um, Jeff Goldblum is somebody we were all excited about interacting with and meeting. Uh, I think he's kind of on the level of... Bill Murray these days is kind of a, a, one of those mythical, um, yeah. everybody's got a story about Jeff Goldblum. He seems much more accessible, though, right? Like, Yeah, well, he goes to conventions. Yeah. But like, what I'm saying is, like, even if Bill Murray did conventions, I don't think that everybody's experience meeting him would be great. Yeah, I understand. He probably, maybe he'd be an asshole to, like, half the people or... Well, one of our first episodes, one of our first episodes ever, uh, we had a long discussion about Bill Murray throwing people's cell phones off of a building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I feel like he probably has a short fuse. Like, you've never heard of Jeff Goldblum like, oh, he stole my wallet and threw it in a river. Um, Abby? Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. God. Just I'm... wait, just deep breath. Smell, sniff it in. Like I remember the way he smelled. It was like a vanilla musk or something. It was very, very good. Um, Did he live up to your expectations? Yeah, absolutely. He was tall and like you know built and like he had a real presence. Um, and that line also was somehow less stressful than every other line that we've been in before. I felt like all three of us were really on our game. Well, we were, we're so used to Dragon Con. Yeah. Dragon Con is like the height of social anxiety and stress because there's literally. 70,000 people mm-hmm. moving in 40 different directions and you, it's hard to get places and then like we went to Star Wars Celebration last year which I think we're going to talk about uh, also very crowded and it was in the same convention center yeah. as uh, Megacon uh, but I mean I agree with Jake that was a really well run and like smooth day at a convention mm-hmm. so kudos yeah, to Megacon 
and I, I've been to MegaCon a few times before. It's been a few years since I've went, but the the two or three times I went, I did not like it. And I remember one year, the last time I went to MegaCon, I had a pass for the whole weekend. I went one day, and I was like, I'm not going back to that because I remember it being like twice as crowded. Like I remember it being like worse than how the Dragon Con uh, dealer rooms are. And I was just like, I don't need to go back there. And right. so I was kind of expecting that, and it. It wasn't like that at all. Right. Um, it was in a big convention center. I think the same <clears throat> convention center as Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool. There was good vendors. Jake, I know you got your hands on some, some goodies. Yeah. Some I bought treats. a bunch of Godzilla toys. Yeah. Got some Jake good stuff. Godzilla. Yeah. Now, Abby. Yeah. You didn't do the full reveal on Instagram, but you got your hands on something pretty special. I feel like I should have them right now to show off or show and tell. But yeah, I did. Um, why don't you do this? Yeah. You go grab those. Cool. I'll be right back. And I'll talk to Jake about something else. Jake, you're a Godzilla... Yes. Like, here, the Godzilla Corner presented by Yes, I Have Some Podcast. You can <laughs> uh, Godzilla is a franchise that's near and dear to your heart. Uh, uh-huh. We were talking recently about which, uh, which franchises and which... Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm looking far right Abby now. ducked Abby on her way out and then walked right in front of then, the camera. Oh, my bad, guys. <laughs> um, you enjoyed it. We were talking recently about franchises that are the most accessible and have the most to offer their fans. Obviously, Star Wars being one of them. Uh, right now, Jurassic Park is everywhere. Star Trek, all this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Godzilla, there's a lot of shit. There is, but the problem with it is that most of it isn't over here in the United States. Like, there's tons of Godzilla stuff everywhere in Japan. And, I mean, like, anywhere you go over there, there's Godzilla merchandise. It's like it, it's like you can find, you know, Mickey Mouse or Avengers stuff in any store you go to. Godzilla's, I think, pretty similar in a lot of places over there. But over here, you're not seeing as much of it. You know, you're, you're getting, we're getting some stuff because we got the American movies that are happening. Um, but mostly it's like going to conventions, finding like all that stuff. This one guy had a table just full of Godzilla stuff and it's all like imported, you know, none of it. It's like American toys. They're all like, yeah, nice, you know, imported figures. So I, I always try to like, when I come across that stuff, I try to, buy as much of it as I can just because you don't see it that often and uh dragon con you don't find really any of it so no no um and one thing I feel like the dealers were uh, fairly reasonably priced uh down down at megacon this year yeah most of yeah. it was good um, yeah so Jake got into some negotiate. some Godzilla stuff now Abigail yeah. before we move on to uh, our stress this week why don't you drop some knowledge on what you came across and how it happened well uh yeah we were going through the um the vendor area and there wasn't a lot of like old vintage stuff, um, but there was down in like I think one of the what, the booth that we went to had a, like a stack <laughs> of old photos, and I was kind of digging deep, and I found both of these Indiana Jones like from the most recent one with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Okay. So I got these two, and then I looked on the back, and you have to collect all four photos. They're like limited. Um, Movie prints or whatever photographs. Let's see what they and like. So um, we'll, we'll show the anyway, camera here. You need them, like everybody the, um, needs them. For those listening, what 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 Abby's holding here, and how much were these? Well, they were marked at ten dollars a piece, and I grabbed both of them. 
<laughs> and then I grabbed a bunch of singles out of my backpack. And I also had like a lollipop in my mouth. So I was being like super casual. And like as I was going casual through, bargaining, I was going through my ones and like took one of them out and put them inside my bag. And I had five dollars. And I was like, hey, dude, can I get both of these for five dollars? And he, he looked like, at you like hey, hey, this okay. guy's selling stuff. And you were like, can I get both of these for five dollars? And the look on his face was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why would you want the He was like. I was like, he was like, please, please take them for yeah. five dollars. So we got two. I was I'll give you five dollars. Two. Uh, these are official picks, officially licensed photographs. They're framed or they're matted. Uh, one is Harrison Ford and Shia LaBeouf walking through some sort of Indiana Jones looking. T- I've only seen this movie one time. Yeah, I it saw was it so good. Sense. I don't want to ruin it by keep watching it all the time. And then the other one's just Shia LaBeouf looking very uh, cool mm-hmm. on a Definitely. motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Congrats! I hope you can collect yeah, all like four. I have a soft spot for really bad movie like related products, or just for like just B movie like shitty stuff that like it's I didn't kitschy. know existed. It's kitschy. a little yeah, kitschy. exactly. So I'm happy to have it. Um, cool. So that was MegaCon. Uh, we have the picture up with Jeff Goldblum. You can check it out on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash Yes Have Some Cast, the official Facebook page for Yes Have Some. And of course, if you want to get in on these discussions at any time. We're all over social media at YHS Podcast at uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and then the official discussion group for Yes Have Some Podcast, which is Yes Have Some Group Therapy. All you got to do is go to Facebook, search YHS Group Therapy, and join because it's a private group. Because you do not want to see the stuff we're talking about in there. Actually, you do. Toys, movies, stress. <laughs> There's a lot of solo talk this week. A lot of stress, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot of fun. We we love talking with everybody and and seeing all the toys that you're buying or, or the toys you're not buying or what I'm always posting about, the toys that I can't afford but I want to buy. Mm. Um, I talked to Jake about us just going to Walmart and reviewing toys on the shelves without, uh, without buying. <laughs> just doing a Opening little, them. Yeah. Just opening them. Yeah, I, just, I don't want this shit. It's not good. I just, I just reviewed it. Um, but uh, did you guys have any other uh, thoughts on Megacon or our trip to Orlando before we move on? I think we uh, I think we covered it except yeah um, no I, I mean I think that's we we talked about everything except for the fact that like Craig won't get in an elevator anymore. <laughs> I will get in an elevator. Dude, we took we so talk about many it? stairs. I'll talk about it. I'm holding a pair of Psy right now. Yeah. Um, not the Gangnam style Psy, but the Raphael size. Uh, good reference. Good reference, Craig. Uh, I I will oh, get an elevator. Um, I I don't love. Okay, here's my theory about elevators. If I'm in a big hotel or something, or a, or a major building, I'm, I'm going to be fine. But uh, let's say we got stuck in that elevator. Okay. We're talking a half hour to 45 minutes before anybody's helping us, right? I don't know, because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I don't know. It's never happened to it's me before. To me. It could be two minutes. All right, here's my other theory. I walked up and down eight flights of stairs like 40 times this weekend, and mm-hmm. I didn't feel bad about it, okay? Dude, my glutes feel good. My legs felt good. I, I could good. eat whatever I want. I had chicken tenders. <laughs> I, I can eat whatever I want. I can eat whatever I want. That's sure. exactly how hey, I felt. so can I. Yeah. Well, you just told us your special power was eating bread. God, <laughs> Let's move on before this turns into a Craig. I was going to mention that we went to that Acme Superstore, which was a huge toy collection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Store. Yeah, that yeah. Awesome. That place was amazing. Yeah, if you're in the Orlando area, check out Acme uh, Superstore. It's a big vintage toy store. They had a lot of really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. 
lot of behind vintage. glass. Specifically, behind glass. everything looks so much better behind glass. It yes. will it will absolutely make you hate the way your collection is displayed. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna hate yeah. everything. Like I need another reason to hate something about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 100. one hundred of Yes Have Some Podcast. We're gonna keep reminding you. Um, we got some fun stuff coming up in the next couple weeks, but it's time. This is what put us on the map, folks. The traditional YHS struts. You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Come on, let's get nuts. I know I got stressed this week, Abby. I know you've got stress. We doing that? Bring that song It already happened. It already happened. Hey, Jake, we're still... Oh, it happened. Back. It's already happened. And then... Okay. That's what gotcha. happened. Okay. Jacob Walsh. Yeah. 100 episodes. 100 what episodes. What are you stressed about this week? What's the same, just like the same old shit. Everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, by Conventions. The, way. <laughs> whor- the leprechaun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Like, people are like, what do they talk about if, like, somebody doesn't know, um, like... Oh, you gotta check out this podcast called Yes Have Some. Well, what kind of stuff do they talk about? Well, they got this one episode where they were talking about how like all of the shelves got rearranged at Target, <laughs> and like and like all the Jurassic World stuff's supposed to be there, but it's, but it's fucking not. not. <laughs> that kind of stuff. The important stuff. <laughs> Jake, Dude, man. they're like they're like, hey, I think he's finally gonna buy those Kong Skull Island toys this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're to... finally gonna do that episode that summer of '89. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we, we've been waiting on. Hey, we've been waiting on pins and needles since spring of 2017 to see if they're gonna get those skull, uh, fucking King Kong toys. Uh, or the hey, what what did they talk about this week? Well, Abby talked for 30 minutes about, about Powerpuff Girl toys. She's waiting for those Rampage figures to go to the clearance. <laughs> We do this because we fucking are, are mental. Yeah. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. I have a I have a completely unrelated stress to this, but I want to start this stress session by reading you guys something. Um, it was posted today. I'm po- I'm popping a Coke Zero on that one. Okay, I'm this gonna get this is ridiculous. Sauce. This is just completely ridiculous to me. So uh, you remember uh, a couple weeks ago, or I don't know, maybe a couple months ago at this point, that teaser for like a new Leprechaun movie came out. Oh yeah, we we talked. And about it's it. like, remember? Yeah, and it's not Warwick Davis. It's like a new guy, and he's like, you know, pretend he's like uh, doing an impression of Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. So this is a quote by this guy. <laughs> this is this is amazing. Hey, you have to do a uh, Leprechaun accent. That's offensive. Um, I don't think he said this in the leprechaun accent. I, well, I well then he, he already sucks. <laughs> I hope he did. All right. So he goes, he says, I didn't really try to take too much from Warwick Davis. I think everything in this movie is my own. This is the good part. I modeled it actually after, you know, the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. Basically, that's who I sort of, as soon as I thought of the leprechaun, I thought of the Joker. So I sort of modeled the leprechaun after that. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger was absolutely outstanding in that movie. I just sort of modeled it after him like a little bit, put my own spin on it as well, and I'm pretty happy with my performance in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. So yeah. <laughs> so we have – so this movie is going to be like 
a, a new guy doing an impression of Warwick Davis doing an impression of Heath Ledger. <laughs> is that what this Leprechaun movie is? He gonna is like? I want to see I'm, this. I am completely in for this movie. Why so serious about me going? <laughs> That was pretty good. He's got like is a little that, nurse's uniform on. That was pretty good. You like that one? I liked I, it. This is just this is just it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah, I love. I mean, listen, if you're gonna borrow from somebody, borrow from Heath Ledger and Warwick Davis. I mean, right? <laughs> like, is I just are we getting to a point where like that's what every actor's gonna do? They're gonna be like, oh, I just modeled it after Heath Ledger and the Joker. Heath Ledger. Like, no matter what the no role what is. Movie. All right, we we yeah. Entertainment Tonight caught up with John C. Riley reprising, reprising his role as Wreck It Ralph. Well, what was your? Uh... <laughs> He's like, uh, well, uh, you know, Heath Ledger, Joker. All right, that's all you need. I like, I like. It. I want to. I, I kind of want to see a whole movie, the entire plot of The Dark Knight, but with the Leprechaun is what I want to see. With the lep- God, that would be amazing. Hey, you know who really, really though should have like taken some inspiration from Jared Leto's Joker? Hmm. Wait, from Heath Ledger's Joker? Is Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto. I, got you. I, got you. I, I ruined it, but that's no, what I meant. We knew where you were yeah, going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, what? All right, Abby, you're gonna fix that. Yes. No, I'm not. But I'm no, gonna, we're not. I'm, I'm gonna, Stuck, fi- I'm gonna throw this to Abby. Yeah. Um, how would you feel? Uh huh. About the guy who's playing the leprechaun basing his performance on Jared Leto's version of the Joker. Then I'm 100% in. Uh, no. I need to see a leprechaun movie, first of all, but I like that he's basing it off the Heath Ledger Joker because that's very cool. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. It's just so cool. Yeah. It so, just yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. As soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to go watch the, like all the movies. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> But I can still appreciate your father. Shut up! No one cares about your father, man. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I would. Let me ask you this: Do you want to see a a leprechaun wearing like bright purple pajama pants shopping at Hot Topic? Because that's basically. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Good. I do too. I was in Hot Topic recently, and I'm bummed that I didn't see that. Tell us what happened there. I was trying to find a shirt to wear for this goddamn Jeff Goldblum photo op. You all know how stressed we get about photo ops. Um, I do. And I realized, like, I thought I had a million Jurassic Park shirts, and I did, but they were all, like, cutoffs and, like, yeah. shirts that I bought over, like, the last couple of years, and they are kind of worn out, so. Cool. Yeah. Jake, what else you got, man? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I feel like this is kind of the uh, a standard for stress, but, like, we're getting into... the These couple of months are super busy, I think, for conventions and... You know, we just had MegaCon. DragonCon is coming up in, I don't know, what, two months, three months, something like that? Dude, yeah. Right before before – like literally the week before DragonCon. I've talked about this before on the show. I I have a a work convention that I go to. So it's like I'm I'm gone for like a week. I'll be home for a few days and then go right back to DragonCon. But also I got tickets for this thing called SharkCon that's coming up. Um, in between now and like Dragon Con, and it's it's just it's only a two day event, but like uh, uh, a a couple Jaws people are going to be there, and um, Carl Gottlieb's going to be there, and I don't I don't have his autograph on anything, and uh, I'm going to try to get Richard Dreyfuss's autograph again, 
and I'm I'm a little stressed about that. It's outside, so that kind of sucks. Oh, <laughs> like, that is stressful. Outside in Tampa, Florida, in like in the, middle, in the middle of the fucking yeah, it's it's gonna suck. So um, that's happening, and then also like there's this guy who uh, this guy named Michael Smith who wrote a, a book on Jaws two, mm-hmm. and um, he's putting out a like a revised edition of it, and then he posted from their Jaws 2 page that like, Hey, we're going to do a, a release and a signing. And he's like, I'll be there. And some cast and crew from, from the film will be there. And I'm like looking at it and it says like Destin. And I'm like, Destin, is that in Florida? And I like, I click on it and it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like Destin, Florida, which is where they filmed some of uh, Jaws, Jaws 2. And I was like, uh-huh. well, God damn it. When is this? So I looked that up and it's like, it's like in the next, I think, two weeks or something. Oh my god! And I was like, "Well, fuck! I guess I got to go to that too." Yeah. Um, I have no, I have no clue, like which cast and crew. Um, I, I sent the flyer says uh, it says Michael Smith and some cast and crew. Ooh. I message him and I ask him because I've I've I met him a few times, so I, I message him, ask him, and he goes, "Me and some cast and crew." Ooh. I was like, yeah. okay, you're gonna find he's, out he's, he's not gonna tell me. You're gonna find out he's dating a girl whose name is some cast in crew. Yeah, it's, it's just the three of you. It's gonna be nobody. Room. It's nobody. But <laughs> but anyway, like that's happening soon. Uh, Shark Con is happening. Uh, yeah. the, my work tattoo convention is happening. Dragon Con is happening. And then also like this year for Dragon Con, I said I'm gonna do. I'm tired of just doing like Ghostbusters every year. I, I haven't made up my mind with. Uh, doing the Quint costume, but I haven't worn a Star Wars costume in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And we all know how much, like, I love Star Wars. So, uh... Especially <laughs> so, the recent edition. You do love Star Wars. I do! I do. So, I, I've i been... I sold off some old costumes, and I have had a finished X-Wing pilot helmet for, like, a year. I, I went ahead and I, I pulled the trigger and bought the Novos um, jumpsuit. Saw and that. it's Looks in, good. and I own it, uh-huh. but I still have like, I still have like a bunch of other pieces to buy, and I'm sitting here like wondering if it's going to get done before DragonCon, or if uh-huh. it's just going to be a whole other year before I wear this thing. I think you can do it, man. Mm-hmm. You can do I, th- it. I think I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Jake. Yeah. That sounds like some pretty real stress. We got a lot going on as usual. We don't stop. It never stops. Mm-hmm. Very. Because real let me stress. tell you what. Not only does Jake got SharkCon. Not only does Jake have Dragon Con, mm-hmm. we are going to be going to Fanboy Expo in Knoxville. Oh my God, when is that? Oh shit, yeah, I'm looking that Three up. Three right and a half weeks. God, What's we the also date on it? I don't know. Right. Hey, oh, I think everybody I tuned in to hear us talking about our calendar. <laughs> After Dragon Con, though, we're going to be at Spooky Empire. It's like, hey, what did Yes have some do for their 100th episode? Oh, they yeah. planned they their calendar. They, they complained. <laughs> they complained yeah. and planned their hey. couple We're not months. cranky. We just got a lot going on. True, true. So, yeah, we got a lot going on. We're going to continue to have a lot going on because we don't stop. We like doing fun shit. We like talking about it. Abigail, before we, yeah. before we go to your stress, why don't you tell everybody about what your snack of choice is this evening? This, that everybody hears the rapper. This evening was brought to you by Sour Punch Straws. 
because I've you know I had a lot of Twizzlers this weekend, so I'm moving on to something a little different. Cool. But also, what do you like about the Sour Punch straw? Um, I like the shape. I like that it's like a rope. I love the sugar on the outside, and I like to kind of take my time with it. So cool. I feel like I should stop talking about this. No, no not at all. We have to have advertisements. <laughs> Yes, half some this week is brought to you by Sour Punch Strawberry Shop. Yes, half some is brought to you by Sour Punch. Two hundred and ten calories per package. Thanks, Nassim. If the Sour Punch Straws people are listening, that one was for free. Send us some money. That one was free. Abigail, what's no? It's not. They always coating. Oh my God, sugar coated stress. Yeah, I'm gonna rip off a lot of Jake's stress here because a, I'm stressed out about costume stuff, and I was just thinking about that. Dragon Con is coming up. I have no idea what I'm going to do for costumes. Um, I have a feeling we have one episode <clears throat> last year and the year before that is this exact same situation. Yeah, we always do it. We do, we do yeah. It's, it's a yearly thing. It's very fitting that this is our 100th episode. Is there ever going to be an episode where like tomatoes. three months outside of Dragon Con we're like, we are completely ready and prepared. I'm stu- I feel like there were I was, years. I had like I two felt, good years where I felt really prepared. I felt completely comp- uh, prepared for, uh, for Megacon. And I and I think maybe that was a problem because I was super prepared for that and now I'm gonna be super unprepared for everything else. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, I had like my outfits outlined, I had all my stuff hey, prepped yeah. and packed for Megacon. Not I was, to interrupt like, and point. go back to Megacon, but we keep talking about how calm and stress free it was. Do you think it's because we were all calm and stress free? For we, once. We were doing pretty good. <laughs> we were. Right. We did good. Yeah. Thanks, did good. man. We did good. We did hey, good. We had a big dinner. Yeah. The, what's that place called? We got to put the the black the whoa. We'll I've come back to it. Talk about it's your stress. The... We'll come back to it. Okay. Cloak and Blaster? Cloak and Blaster, Orlando, Florida. That's it. There it is. All right. got a, a colander full of hummus. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. No, I'm stress. Actually, my other stress was that we're not in Orlando anymore because I'm having post-con <laughs> depression, which is like Talk about that. Post-con depression. A, yeah. It's a real thing. It's real. It's diagnosable. Yeah. How does one deal with post-con depression? Well, for me, I like to kind of live within all the photos and videos that I've taken for like the first initial 24 hours and just kind of communicate with friends and post things and look through things that I've taken videos of or look through the things that we bought um, and just kind of reminisce and stay in it. But cool. Then, so to deal with your post-con depression, you, you like to stare at pictures from Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's got to help. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, other good thing to help you deal with post-con depression is kittens, which I came home to a bunch of kittens on my French uh, front porch. So on I'm your like, French porch. My French porch. Uh, but no, it's, you know, that's a good way. Cool. Hang out with your, your pets. Cool. Uh, Jake, how do you deal with post-con depression? I know you're going through it too. I usually buy stuff. Oh, that's good. If you have money, I usually, you do that. I usually, I usually, well, I do it whether I have money or not. It's called PayPal credit. Hello. Damn. Shout out. Uh, yeah, no, I, I do the same thing Abby does. I, I I'll look at pictures and you know maybe rearrange my toys, play with some some toys and stuff. But usually I'm just like on eBay. Yeah, just buying, just stuff. searching through. Like just I want this, hunt. I'll get this. Dude, yeah, that's how that's how I get after like Christmas or my birthday. Like if I get the, um, it's very much like the taste of blood. Yeah, like if I get a couple new toys, I'm oh, like, oh, I'm rearranging that house, and there's more yeah. toys coming. Yeah. Yeah. Like when that barge shows up next February, um, plan on not seeing me ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> plan on tuning into Yes Have Some and just seeing the barge up, sitting upright. <laughs> just <laughs> that's how a barge. That's how a barge I'm gonna talking. wake up to the barge in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. As I'll, long as you have a skiff. 
<laughs> oh. It's very important. Hey, those vintage skiffs are going for a lot. If anybody has any vintage skiffs, DM me. Actually, don't. All right. And, <laughs> Just don't. I don't, need, I don't need it. It's too stressful. It's very too busy. Stressful. It's 100. All right. What else you got going on? Uh, let's see. Besides that, I started playing the Jurassic World Alive game today, which is like the, uh, it's kind of like Pokemon Go. Jake, you told me about it. Yeah. I really, I really like it. Um, I don't really know what's going on some of the time, but it's definitely enjoyable. I don't know how far you've gotten, Jake, but I would recommend to everyone out there. It's a really fun little app. What's the like uh, What's Go. the concept when you play it? What are you doing? You're. That's what I think. You're catching the dinosaurs, and like. Uh, I think what you're doing you is um, you you're. It, it seems like you're shooting them, but you're. I think you're extracting DNA, oh, and you're okay. after you get a hundred percent DNA from one dinosaur you can, like, create that dinosaur and you have it. Mm. I did that with and then, one of the ones. And then I guess that's better with than... Uh, it gets to, to a point where you can, like, battle, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it just came out, like, yesterday, yeah. so... Yeah, so I don't know yet. It's pretty I guess narrative. it's uh, better to go extract dinosaur DNA than go out and give them your DNA. Yeah, Because that'd be a much stranger... I don't need anybody don't giving do anything that. to Not anybody. Out the street. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's called Jurassic World Alive. We're really excited about it. What's the concept? You fuck dinosaurs. Oh, God. Yeah, on the mean streets. On the, the mean streets. Of Carillion. God damn it. Hey. Guys, you're dead. Listen. Yes. Positivity. Bring it in. <laughs> One Try. Jake, what's your drink of choice tonight? Uh, root beer. Mm, what brand? He's looking. Uh, A&W. Is there nice. anything more satisfying than the... the the clanks of the ice on the glass as Jake takes mm. a sip. Oh, that like a mason. God, that sounds good. This is ASMR. She again. We're gonna get Shit. a lot of clicks on this video. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "Whoa, I was having a stressful oh, root day." Beer, and then huh? I heard There's that. root beer ice in this video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. tag it root beer ice. ice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tagging AW in this one. Uh-huh. Abigail. Yeah. What else? Um, I think the last thing would be Dragon Con related, and that is that. Evangeline Lilly is going to be at Dragon Con, and I really want to get a photo taken with her. But the photo company that usually does the Dragon Con photo ops is Froggy Photos, which we've talked about on here from uh, Spooky. They did our, our photo ops with Richard Dreyfus, and it was like a clusterfuck. The results were awful. So, like, I'm kind of stressed about going in and doing that if it's with a company that I don't feel confident in because it's so mm-hmm. stressful and it's so much money anyway to get a photo. It's taken the equivalent of getting a. Of going in about oh it's company what company's doing the photo ops oh it's called the Dharma Initiative like they seem trustworthy mm-hmm. yeah um, I thought oh, Dragon Con got rid of Froggy I think they might have Did they? I, they might have switched over to somebody else okay. I've never even done a photo op at Dragon me, Con me me either I can't really pretend to know but I, yeah. I thought I saw that info then let me research that we'll address it later but I'm, yeah. I, that's what I had, I'd heard so yeah. that's know. what I it's, heard it's, it's, a, it's stressful it's stress. in either way. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, um, yeah, we'll see. it's stressful. I've never done a photo op at Dragon Con. I'm, I'm usually too busy hanging out with you guys having fun. That's true. That's the other thing is if I do want to do that, I'd have to like set aside time and like mm. go through with it. It's like a whole planning and thing. Yes, who has, who has <laughs> time for that? You, wherever you are is where the party is at Dragon Con. That's so. very true. That's true. Well, cool. Well, that was some good hundred episodes, dude. Stress. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. I did a real Craig move there. I just kind of thought of it. You kind of winged now. it. Why is that a Craig? I cut. She's like. What I did is I didn't prepare at all, and I just kind of made it up on the spot and <laughs> hope I could fake out the audience. You know, like a real Craig move. It's a real Craig move. Oh. It's really, it's a real Craig move. Hey, Craig, what's up? What What are you stressed about? Man, I'll tell you what. I do got some stress, and I talked to you guys about this. Uh, I've talked about it with a couple people this week. 
And this one kind of pertains to uh, Yes, Have Some as a whole, right? So uh, the inception of our podcast was we were, we were all getting hyped up talking about Ghostbusters uh, 2016 or Answer the Call uh, or whatever uh, you want to refer to it as. And we were talking about it. We were joking and we were laughing and we were having fun. I was like, man, let's start a podcast. Let's shoot the shit every week. Have a good time and get shit off our chest about the stuff we love. Movies, TV, toys, all that. So uh, we talked a lot of Ghostbusters at the beginning. But some of our first episodes we were covering uh, Jurassic Park. We did retrospectives on Mm -hmm. uh, the first three Jurassic Park movies. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever gone back, uh, but those episodes are really fun. Like if I, if you've just started listening to yes, have some, or maybe you started a long time ago, but not at the beginning, I highly recommend going back and listening to those first, uh, Jurassic Park episodes because, um, those are movies that we're all ultra familiar with and have seen and loved for so long that it's just fun to sit back and it kind of, I don't know, joke and laugh and love those movies. But anyways, Again, I'm not going to cry. I came to the realization this week, and it stressed me the fuck out, that right now, in the summer of 2018, and going forward, Jurassic Park is a much bigger franchise than Ghostbusters. And I never Mm -hmm. really, uh, I never took a step back to think about it. I always kind of figured like, yeah, Jurassic Park's great. Yeah, people like Jurassic Park, but Ghostbusters, that's like that's like one of the biggest movies ever. Like people love Ghostbusters. You've got multiple cartoons and you've got spin-offs and you've got comic books and you've got all this stuff. And then we're at Megacon or we're at DragonCon or whatever convention we're in and all I see is Jurassic Park stuff. And then Jurassic yeah. World comes out and it's like the biggest movie ever. Yeah. Like Jurassic World came out the summer before Answer the Call, right? And based on Jurassic World being the third or fourth highest grossing movie of all time, I was like, well, at the time, I was like, if Jurassic World makes 600 million, I mean, Ghostbusters is like a billion, right? It's going to make a billion dollars. Didn't quite make a billion, but it stressed me out because I love Jurassic Park, but my allegiance has always been to Ghostbusters, and now I'm having a goddamn identity crisis. Yeah. It's that is stress. That is stressful to have like that kind of a realization. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that sounds like you're having like a, a complete crisis over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that the one thing you love is not as big as you thought, and that there's something else. Listen, know, I am extremely ecstatic that we're getting a new Jurassic World movie. That the early reviews are great. That the pre-sale started today and theaters are selling out. And that I can walk into Walmart and Target and see tons of amazing exclusive Jurassic World toys. But it's a little bit of a bummer when I pick up my Aaron Gilbert figure and she's got goddamn crooked eyes. And I can't figure out what the <laughs> fuck's wrong with my franchise. Hey, will you find me that? Find me that Aaron Gilbert. Yeah. Find me something. Yeah. Right. Because a um, man, I'm gonna try to stay in the same. When, when a man loves a franchise, when a man loves an action figure, I don't. I, I completely understand your your frustration, but it, I mean, when you when you go back and look at it, it's. It, I guess it all comes down to Sony and what they chose to do with with the third. I mean, Ghostbusters could be you know just as big as Jurassic Park, but. They've been sitting on it for so long. And I, I know it's been a long time since, you know, in between Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World. 
mm-hmm. but Jurassic Park came out in 1993, not, you know, 1984. Yep. And it, it's just been in everyone's minds more recently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got two sequels, whether whether they stood up to the first movie or not, it got two sequels that are at least, at the very least, are fun to watch. And when they rebooted it, they went about it the right way. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't like, they didn't remake Jurassic Park, but they like kind of remade Jurassic right. Park. You know, they rebooted it without. They did what Ghostbusters should have done, which is they rebooted it and retooled it without erasing the past. Yeah, and, there's references yeah. to the original, um, but there's nothing. Yeah, that, that's exactly what they should have done, and it it, wor- it worked for for Jurassic World. So, so right. Okay, so right now, uh, for our listeners and our, our viewers at home, I am holding in my hand, uh, in my right hand, I've got a Ghostbusters answer to call, Aaron Gilbert figure. Uh, this one doesn't have crooked eyes, because I spent fucking six months looking for one. Um, and then in this hand, I've got Owen and Baby Blue. I love Chris Pratt, I love Kristen Wiig, but overall, I'm looking at this Owen figure, the packaging's better, the accessories are better. He comes with a little baby dinosaur. Kristen Wiig, you know what she comes with? There's no ghost in there. She comes with two goddamn feet. Yeah. Two feet for to attend for the build of Rowan. I don't know what Rowan <laughs> is. What I is Rowan? Don't. I still don't. I get a little baby blue in here. A little baby velociraptor. Listen, yeah. I, I, all, all, all joking aside, I've got nothing. I love Jurassic Park. I love the Jurassic World franchise. I'm a fanatic. We just met Jeff Goldblum this weekend. Um, but... I'm calling it right now. My new campaign. We're 100 episodes in. It's time to make Ghostbusters great again. Yeah. <laughs> or at least make hats for it. That's my, Get those hats made. We're getting yeah. hats made. It, it's, so there's Make America Great Again, which is MAGA. There's Make Ghostbusters Great Again, which is MAGIGA. Magiga. Okay. Magiga. That one's going to stick. That one. That's hey, the t-shirt. Hey, somebody <laughs> call a marketing want. company. Craig's on his way to town. Um, Make Ghostbusters great again. That's my campaign for, for 2018 and moving forward. And uh, what what will make it great again, in my estimation, would be a new animated series and a new movie that takes place in the original universe and does a Jurassic World type of reboot. Acknowledges the past, looks towards the future. Amen, sister. Amen. Yeah, that's Preach. all completely true. But you know what else just strikes me as weird? Like listening to you say all that. What's How that? come there's never been a Jurassic Park animated series? Well, there was going to be one, and what's his name was did the artwork for it. Um, yeah, William, the guy that William we like. Stout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but, but isn't that weird though? That like since it's come back, you know, and yeah, it, it's so big again. Like there's no like it seems like something they could easily make. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Have seen. There's that video game coming out soon, which that looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that at some point. um, Yeah. Because that world is just ripe for, for, for animation. There's just all Mm -hmm. those, make the dinosaurs talk, make it like land before time. I don't care. Just, I want, just make more of it. Hey, we're going to make Ghostbusters great again. And my other campaign is keep Jurassic Park great. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Right. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. So that's my stress. Did I get did I get a little preachy there? Yes. Yeah, but it's shirt. perfectly fun. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's our stress for this week. I think it's time to do something special, guys. What do you think? 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. About six months ago, Abby came up with a new concept. It's called the fuck budget. People seem to like it. It's where we take five topics and allocate our fuck bucks. You get 10 fuck bucks, but you can only give so much of a fuck about each topic. And you got to spend your fucks wisely. This week, we're going full on self-indulgence. That's right. It's the Yes Have Some two-year, 100-episode, top five moments, fuck buck a Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I just made that part up. I, made I like it. Fuck buck a um, So what we did is we put our heads together and we collectively came up with uh, five uh, either topics or moments that we've had as a podcast uh, episodes that we've had that we considered uh, maybe not our best moments, but our top five favorite things that have happened or that mm-hmm. we've gone through. Uh, is that fair to say, Jake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and what we're going to do for the first time ever, more history being made, I am going to take part in the fuck budget. Wow. Cool. That's Let's big, do it. Big time. It's, it is big time. All right. All right. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Number one. Is. What made it? What made the list? Number one. And also, if you disagree, if you're listening out there, if you have things that you have enjoyed about the show that you want to talk about or acknowledge, get on Yes Have Some Group Therapy and let us know. Yeah. Because we could have forgotten things. We've done a lot. True. I'm going to remove this Aaron Gilbert from the uh, from the video. I'm not <laughs> get sure. it out of here. I was going to request Get it out of here. Thank you. Get it out. <laughs> All right. We've all moved on. So. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Jake, you ready? Do here it. Here we go. Number one, this one's a little bit more recent. We attended the Days of the Dead 2018 convention in Atlanta, Georgia, and got to spend some time interviewing Alex Vincent from the Child's Play series, as well as two members of the original It miniseries. Jake, who, yeah. did, we, who did we talk to that day? Uh, we talked to um, we talked to Alex Vincent mm-hmm. from Child's Play. Mm-hmm. We also talked to uh, Marlon Taylor. Mm-hmm. And fucking Brandon Crane. Crane. Yeah. Uh, Which was, hmm? Well, I was going to say, we we got to spend a little bit of time with all of them. Yeah, it was uh, great. It was great because we, I I put this out there a while ago. I don't think any podcast talks about Child's Play as much as we do. We talk about it. It comes up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. I mean, we talk about it a lot because the original is great and whether... The rest are good or bad. They're they're fun movies. So right. yeah, yeah. We did a yeah. whole episode on it last yeah, year. We really did. Mm-hmm. I watched them all. I think it was all of them. You yeah. watched every Child's Play movie in like a two day period. Yeah, it was. Wow. A, it was. A did good you have two nightmares? Days. I did. It was a weird time in my life, but I I kind of liked it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like, uh, Tiffany. Did I like Tiffany? Nobody likes Nobody Tiffany. Nobody likes Tiffany. When it comes to us going to Days of the Dead and talking to a bunch of cool people, Jake Walsh. Yeah. How many, how many fucks do you give? Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. <laughs> That's why we I asked. gave it. I gave, I gave it 10 fucks. What? I gave it 10 fucks. Uh, Damn. Because I gave everything 10 fucks. <laughs> Yes! Damn it, dude. That's such a good idea. You Ugh. know, I'm gonna let me just go in and come out. I tried to I tried to give everything I tried to stay under ten fucks for everything and just and do this right. And I couldn't do it. You just cared, you I care. couldn't do it. I was like, you know what? I'm breaking the rules. I'm going to the fuck bank. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm just going to give everything 10 fucks. You went to the Gringotts fuck bank. I went to the Jackie fuck bank. Fox. I gave it 10 fucks because uh-huh. like all right, there you go. I'll, every, break it yeah, the yeah, ten fucks. Go ahead. I like it. Right. Well, I stayed within the rules. I said I gave that uh, three fucks, but mm-hmm. yeah, I also want to give it ten fucks too because it was extremely special. Um, interviewing all those dudes was something I'll never forget, um, and it was all a result of us coming together as friends first, and then as a podcast secondly. Because I remember Jake, you coming over to our house after Dragon Con, one of the first years we watched one of the Child's Play movies together, like one of the recent ones, um, and I just. It, yeah, it was Jake. Just cool to and like also, have that happen and then we didn't ask you to come over. No one wanted you there. <laughs> you were just hanging out. But yeah, I no, don't remember cool when that was. To see it full circle. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't. Should I play by the rules or not? I could play and by also, John. I would read Stephen King if it was John. Your cable so. rules and give it other things. I give this two internets and four Jeff Goldblums and a mm-hmm. pack of powdered donuts. Okay. Um, so you give ten. You give three, Abigail. Um, I'm gonna give this one. I'll give it three. Uh, three fucks. I thought it was really cool um, getting to sit down with these guys. Obviously, the guys from It were super down to earth, humble dudes. Uh, I think they're just excited to connect with fans for the you know because when the the new It movie came out last year, it kind of reignited interest in the original. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just awesome for those. Like it's great that we got to talk to them and everything, but it's awesome for those guys to be able to go out and connect with fans, do conventions, meet people, and. I mean, they went to Birmingham, England, and, you know, they're doing, like, little mini reunions and stuff. I mean, how cool is that? You do a movie when you're 7 or 10 years old or whatever they were, and then 30 years later, you get to kind of step back into the spotlight and, and meet people who you... Uh, it, the equivalent is, let's say we just ended our podcast, and in 30 years, we found out there was, like, people out there who were like, hey... <laughs> Oh, I remember that. Fuck them. I'm not going to a goddamn convention to do these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, th- I think it's really cool. It was, it was great getting to talk to those guys. And Jake, I know it meant a lot to you because you're, you know, that, that movie is super special to you. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Like, you know, I, I, I did play it a little unfair and, and said I'm going to give everything 10 fucks. But uh, it was I, I do feel like it was really special that we got to talk to those guys because – it is like Stephen King's It is one of my favorite things. It's a it's a movie that I've been watching since since I was like too young to be watching it. It's a it's my favorite book. It's just like one of those all encompassing things that it's really cool to get to talk to those guys. And um, also like that was their first like thing. That was like they they just started doing conventions, and that was kind of one of their first one of if not their first thing that they've done since then since getting back together and, and doing the, the interviews for the it documentary that's mm-hmm. coming out. So it was just really cool to get to sit and talk to them. They were, they were like, both of them were super down to earth and just like recalling all these memories that they had from filming. It's, it's, it's like a weird experience. I mean, it's just like, I don't, I, it, it's just, it's hard to explain. You know, when you watch a movie for when a movie is in your life for that long, like, it came out in what, like 1990 or something like that. And I've basically been watching it since then. And there are kids in that movie. And then to all, all of a sudden be like, here they are. Like, these are those kids. Right. Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah. Talk to them about to this them. thing. Like it's, it's strange, but it was definitely like, it was a really cool special thing that we got to do. Yeah. yeah. I think just in general, going to conventions and, and getting to meet, uh, I, I assume that a lot of the people listening to us have some are, are folks that go to conventions yeah. and, and meet celebrities and meet these people that are in movies and shows that they love. And uh, 
it is cool that we live in a time where we get the opportunity to do that. Um, Abigail, you, you latched on hard to Stephen King in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think talking to those guys? I mean, just like Jake, I, I think I couldn't wipe the smile off my face the entire time when I was sitting there because it was, it was surreal. Um, but at the same time, they were extremely like gracious and down-to-earth dudes. Um, it was like I haven't been watching um, the miniseries as long as Jake, but when I got into Stephen King over the last two years through this podcast and because of my friendship here with Jake, um, it was like something that became extremely special to me and that a book, it was... It was, I would say, life-changing. It's definitely something that like, I, I think about often and collect things from and I'm completely obsessed with. And being able to sit with like tangible like people who are a part of that lore and that mythos and that have you know, like, acted out those parts of those characters that you care about, it's, it's weird and it's like, very exciting and very cool to be able to do something like that. And hey, I'm very grateful that we got to. You know who I feel bad for right now? Hmm. Fucking Alex Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Alex Vincent was super nice. He had a Chucky doll. It was very cool. Yeah, he was, so. a, he was a cool guy. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed talking to all these guys. I mean, I don't have near the connection to uh, Stephen King or it as y'all do, uh, but that movie's uh, it's just like an iconic part of pop culture. Like, everybody knows Tim Curry as Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, Days of the Dead, that's always a fun convention to go do in Atlanta. And I think a little bit later on, we might talk about another time we went to Days of the Dead. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Possible. It's, Maybe. Hey. Hey. Anything could happen. It could. It's 100. Cool. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. Let's do it. Next up, 2017, spring of, that's how I talk, Star Wars Celebration. It was our first time going down to a Star Wars Celebration. We went as a podcast. We didn't know what to expect, but we knew that we were going to be getting some news and a trailer for The Last Jedi. Oh, my Things have changed since then in the world of Star Wars. It feels like there's a lot of friction, but we went into that convention doe-eyed and ready to take on the world. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to Star Wars Celebration 2017, how many fucks did you give? I give three fucks, the exact same amount of fucks. This was one of my biggest regrets, honestly, uh, was missing the trailer drop event and going to the panel where that happened, because, like, it's one of those things where people camp out and you have to kind of dedicate time and energy to like get inside that panel. We didn't do that. And we just kind of witnessed it happening in a huge crowd of people, like in the center of the convention area. And I still am bothered by that. Even though I didn't love the movie, I really wanted to be a part of that. Like seeing things um, like pop up online. You didn't know if you were love the movie or not. Yeah. I had no idea. I was very excited about it and the trailer was fine. So whatever. Um, But that event was, Going to Star Wars Celebration was one of my favorite things that I did last year, and I, I think about it a lot. I'm excited for um, the upcoming celebration in Chicago, but I don't think it'll even be as good as Orlando was because that was an extremely special trip. Got to see and do a lot, and I was totally immersed in that like Star Wars Star Wars world, and I, that's something I hadn't experienced before because Dragon Con is kind of like a little bit of everything, and then the smaller conventions, the horror conventions, aren't like that. Celebration was like high-level merchandise, exclusive stuff, long lines. It was it was different and good, and I really enjoy it. I enjoyed it, and I still give three fucks in retrospect. So Cool. Jake? Yeah, I give it ten fucks. Uh, no, I, I, agree with every, I agree with everything Abby said, and I had never, also had never been to Star Wars Celebration before, but 
had I had had plans to go a couple times before that had never they'd always kind of fallen through. Um, but I do think like we went to Star Wars Celebration at like the best time. It was like right at the height of, you know, we'd already seen, um, an, uh, you know, the, the first movie came out and and everyone pretty much loved it. And we knew we were getting that trailer. So exactly what you said, like we were super like it was like being a kid on Christmas morning, being at Star Wars Celebration. Um, I agree with you, Abby, that I wish we would have thought about it a little harder and tried to, you know, like we were, we were all on the way down there watching the like live footage of like, Mm. Oh, Hey, all of a sudden Harrison Ford's here and he's never been to a star Wars celebration ever. He's here. He is. Oh, Hey, here's John Williams. You know, like, Right. Dude, we were like, yeah. oh, we we could. We, yeah. Why did why did we not do why this? Because we, like, yeah. we, did, we, only we didn't want to take an extra yes. day. Like and then it I was see, so weird. Yeah, our friend Catherine posting videos of like meeting Ryan Johnson and like I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the we. Fuck? Well, I know we all do this thing when it's something Still new. Mad. We try to dip our toe. Sometimes you got to go all in. I remember mm-hmm. uh, being a little bit bummed driving down, knowing that we had friends there. I'm like, oh, cool. John Williams is just doing a little concert right now oh they're doing princess leia's theme oh everybody's crying where are we on the yeah. goddamn interstate in a car in a fucking the car, car. In a goddamn <laughs> shell station um so yeah. yeah won't make that mistake again uh i i give it five five i mean i love star wars so much and i love star wars celebration and and the amount of vintage stuff and the the dealers and just the camaraderie and all all, all the stuff that comes with a convention but what i wanted to talk to you guys about was I don't know if we've ever really broke it down. How, thinking back to the trailer, the first trailer for The Last Jedi, and what the final product was, does that shape your opinion of specifically Star Wars trailers going forward? Hmm. Like, you can't believe it. Like, maybe being a little more careful to, like, let yourself... Let me give a little bit more context. Uh, if you go back to our last Jedi review episode, which happened in December of 2017, uh, you will know that both Jake and Abigail did not enjoy the movie as much as I did. Um, the movie's polarizing, and it's definitely not perfect, and there's some stuff in there I love, some stuff in there that's, you know, whatever. But kind of, yeah, Jake. So we all saw the trailer. I feel like at the time we probably all liked it a lot and were really hyped about it. But the wind was taken out of your sails a little bit when uh, when the movie came out. Yeah, but I don't know if that's just because I, I think I think most other movies that I watch, I'm usually I usually try to stay, uh, you know, middle of the road with the trailer. Like even if a trailer is very good for something else, I still try to be like, all right, well, that was just a trailer. You know what I mean? Right. But I kind of let myself forget about that for Star Wars because, you know. We would we just had the Force Awakens and like it kind of blew a lot of people's minds and I was just like Force Awakens was perfect. There's no way this is not going to be good. So if anything, I feel like it's Force Awakens' fault. You know what I mean? Fuck because, Abrams. Like, fuck him. <laughs> fuck no, please, guy, J- please, JJ. Please, JJ. You're you're our only hope. Um, <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I, I, I see exactly what you mean, and I and I and I will be like that going forward. But I mean, like, I, I felt like the fucking solo trailer was good. You know that movie stuff. <laughs> Abigail, Star Wars trailers. I feel like I had a weird vibe on the solo trailer when I first saw it, 
But yeah, I mean, I want to kind of have tempered Listen, expectations moving forward because I don't like being crushed or the let solo down. trailer debuted the same night that a new Cloverfield movie surprise dropped. So we we were in a different headspace. Was, was that the yeah. Super Bowl too? It was the Super Bowl. Football, obviously. It was also the same day as Days of the Dead. It's all coming full circle, oh, guys. Oh my god, there were so many yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so Abby, the yeah, trailer. I think that I should... What was your reaction to the Last Jedi trailer the first time? Uh, well, f- my initial reaction was I wish the guy in front of me would move because he was taller than me and I couldn't see the projection <laughs> screen. Um, but basically, I mean, everyone was freaking out over the it's time for the Jedi to end line from um, Luke Skywalker, oh, which yeah. was kind of like, a, oh, what did he say? What did he mean? What did he mean? And I was just like, I want to see more <laughs> training. And I wanted to see, I saw when Ray's hand like touches the, right. the rock yeah. and it shatters. I was like, well, oh fundamentally, I disagreed with everything, Ryan Johnson. Yes. That's my new you Luke Skywalker impression. Or my Mark Hamill. <laughs> I feel like Hello, I can hang out Batman. with Batman. <laughs> Sorry. I hate are we in myself. the void? Hey, guys. I hate hey, that was a, that was a, are you still doing Leprechaun voice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Joker, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I loved Star Wars Celebration, like I just said. As far as the trailer goes, I'm asking myself questions now. Craig, what'd you think of the last Jedi trailer? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh yeah. I'm in the same boat as you guys. You know, seeing that trailer in that environment, like we weren't in the main screening room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still standing with Star Wars fans, thousands of them from all over the world, cheering, and you get the fucking... Here's another rant. I feel bad for people who don't get chills watching movies. Yeah. You know? Like, take it or leave it. We're going to talk about Answer the Call, but the first time I saw that movie, my my little hairs were sticking up on my my arm and the back of my neck because I love movies and I I love franchises and I love Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park and Star Wars. And when you can uh, have a, a piece of art or a piece of cinema elicit that kind of emotion just from watching a 30-second clip. Like, we've talked in a... Remember on the first Force Awakens trailer? That's exa- I was thinking about Finn's head popping up in yeah, the Yeah, we, we didn't have... Yes, have some when the first Force Awakens trailers debuted. But I can't watch, especially the second one, where you first see Han Solo. I can't watch mm-hmm. that without without turning into a puddle of mud. Just kidding. Yeah. Good Hurry reference, on. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm a puddle I like the way like you smack my head. Oh, happy 100. Oh, God. Hey, hey, hey. I can't watch it without crying. Just like cry. Sorry. You can't watch like, Puddle of Mud videos yeah, without crying? I can't destroy you. <laughs> hey, this is going to be in my top five moments on our 200th episode. For next year, the time the time Craig just started singing Puddle of Mud. Yeah. <laughs> App? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a puddle of mud song. Um, <laughs> what are we? Those are words I never thought I'd hear on Yes I Have Some podcast. Yeah, uh, she fucking hates me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that's what I was. I, I was warming up to that. La 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 la. People are like unsubscribe. Good. Okay. No <laughs> Let's likes. Let's move on. Comments. We're getting comments. Yeah, moving on because I already What's gave my, uh, Ten my fucks. I gave three fucks. Ten years. Three reasonable to life. fucks because I don't. I didn't go to the fuck bank like Jake. I didn't get all the extra fucks so. Let's go back to Days of the Dead. Okay. 2017. Okay. Episode 45. This is one, if you want to go back into the archive and check out, I highly recommend it. You can find it on iTunes. This was the day that enemy of the podcast, Linda Blair, who was not Mm -hmm. an enemy of the podcast before this day. This is the one people bring up the most, right? 
You know. Yeah, it. I think yeah. so. This is yeah. what we we call the Linda Blair incident. <laughs> the Blair the Blair incident project. I was literally just looking at our like lineup here, and I was thinking if someone had shown me this like two years ago before we started our podcast. Yeah, so, like I saw that number three is called the Linda Blair incident. <laughs> like, what the fuck is You're going like, on? What the fuck? Is I happening? love it. Right, I love my right. life. So. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if you would have okay, let real quick going back. If the day before we started this, um, never mind. I'll do this at the end when we review all the topics. Moving on. The Linda Blair incident. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday, 2017. We go to Days of the Dead. Jake, take mm-hmm. us home, brother. Jesus Christ. What happened? Well, uh, this was such a weird... What did Linda Blair do to uh, you? <laughs> this was such a weird Show experience. us on the statue where Linda Blair touched you. I feel like we said all <laughs> well, this in that nowhere. episode. <laughs> Craig nowhere. and I are using the same jokes. I'm reading my script from that <laughs> We episode. have the notes. <laughs> <laughs> um... This was such a weird experience because The Exorcist is, I think, it's it's probably my favorite horror film of all time. It, it's it's my favorite or my top two. It's 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 a very great movie. It's a it's a very good book. I've always loved it. I've always thought it was like, um, you know, one of the only like exorcism movies that that works. It's scary. It's fucking like it was kind of ahead of its time in certain way. Like, it's just such a good fucking movie all around. It's a good movie. Um, so I was just like super excited to fucking get something cool signed by, uh, Linda Blair who plays Reagan. She's the main character in that film. And she has with age become a little crazy. And she, uh, yelled at me for I don't know. Fucking how did a lot, how long did this go on, Craig? It had to be like a full five minute thing. Yeah. So basically you have the Pazuzu statue from the movie that you wanted yeah. to get signed. We get in line and all of this is in episode 45. So I'm just doing a quick high level recap. Abby yeah. was nowhere to be found. You missed out. I was, out. I was, I was trying to get she my photos gone. to load that you were sending me in my text. Abby was Instagram. Checked out. Scramming. I'm in line with Jake. Jake talks to the handler and says, I want to get this amazing statue signed. The handler's just like, okay, cool. We get in line. The next thing I know, Linda Blair is berating Jake. She's and- having like a meltdown. And she's like, I feel like I'm minutes away from ha- and like crying. I was like, she's going to make me cry. She's yelling <laughs> at me. She's going to start crying. She's like... She is. I'm like, just holding Jake back. Don't you fucking make him cry. He's my friend. <laughs> my fucking friend. He is fragile. Um, he, uh, he, he is a that, fan. He just wanted think, to see you. You think the statue's uh, fragile? You think that the statue's gonna break? <laughs> you know, the statue, Miss. What about my little boy's heart? Oh. Um, it was so weird because she she saw the statue and flipped out, and she was immediately like. I'm not signing this. Who let this through? Where? Who? Who? Who said this was okay? What did she say? Point her out. Who? Where did you get this? Like her, she just started. Yeah. Like, I felt like That's I was on stressful. making. I felt like I was that kid on making murderer, mm-hmm. and she was just like interrogating me, making me like, I, I, I did it. You know, like yeah. I thought she was trying to make me like confess to something I didn't do. It yeah. was terrifying. I'm sorry, Mrs. Blair. Uh, it was terrifying. <laughs> Um, so her whole her whole thing was she was asking you, she was like, who told you I would sign this and where did you get it? She was like, yeah. like she was being the merchandise police. Yeah. She was like, 
I can't sign those things. I don't know where that came from. This is unbelievable. And also, I'm going to fire somebody as soon as you point them out. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Like, so, Jake yeah, which, was like, by the way, that person took off. Yeah, that, like, that person was gone. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that that was like I would have too. a ghost from our future who's like, I didn't. I'm just a ghost. I don't. Even, I'm not even from Days of the Dead. I just wanted to <laughs> wait a minute. Gertrude Aldridge. What if Sorry. we sent somebody back in time <laughs> to make that to happen. make it happen because it became a really good story for the podcast? <laughs> That's a good idea. That's probably. Hey, we need you to let this That's... through. It'll <laughs> alter the course of time. Um, but Jake, so we we were talking about meeting Jeff Goldblum, right? When you look yeah. up to somebody and you respect somebody, yeah. Whether it's a convention or on the street, like I've met, I've run into celebrities. I, I've run into wrestlers and things, and like it's always a good feeling when you have a positive experience, right? Just like, Mm -hmm. whatever. So this happens and it's, I'm kind of like, I feel like normally in those situations I would step up and maybe like take control or say something or, or be like Linda Blair, calm down. But I was frozen. I was like, fucking like, I don't know how to react. I looked at, yeah, I, I mentioned this in the, in the other episode, but I, I did like look over you at one time at one point and we're, and it was just like, we both had the same, we were both making the same face and it, mm-hmm. it was just like a, like a wide eye. Like we were in kind of <laughs> shock and terror. You, you look over at me and I'm doing the Jim Carrey dumb and dumber. I'm like sucking my thumb, just pointing my finger at you. <laughs> like I, he did it. Not me. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Um, yeah. It was I, just such yeah. a weird thing, and I and and I and we've talked like you know people you can go back and listen to this, but uh, I don't think it has anything to do with other than the fact that she kind of is ashamed of being in that movie, and her her opinions might have changed, and she doesn't like the fact that the snake is kind of penis like, and she refuses, well, you know, I mean, she refuses to acknowledge. Anything about the exorcist, basically. So I think she freaked out. And I think she needs to get on the yes, have some group therapy couch and just like talk about it and accept herself and her past and what she's done. Our ultimate goal is to have Linda Blair on yes, have some, but we all know. Talk it out. No, no. I want to have her on the show. I want to have a normal interview. Ask her like stuff that she wants to hear. Last Tell us about your animals. Tell us about your Hallmark movies. Like the end of the episode. Yeah. Just fucking, oh yeah, hey, by the way, why wouldn't you sign my statue? We'll do it in a rap song. This is my friend. His name is Jake. You always Jake. had him cry. Stupid. Uh, hey. Oh, hey. You should definitely do that. That was my rap. That was good. Hey, so, we were really good. I think uh, we like, hold, hold on, I got it, I got it. You don't sign statues. You don't think it's swell. And your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> I think she's going to come on if we just... If we keep rapping keep about it, she'll that. definitely come she'll, on. She'll, she'll just appear. Yeah. 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 That's how it works. I'll get the crucifix. You guys get the lube. God. No. Did I just cross the line? That's no, good. Am I on crack? That's how you make rap. Or would that make a good logo? Abigail Gardner, what do you think about the... Uh, well, I mean, Black? Even though you if, I have, if we're doing fuck allocation to this, I would have to give it zero fuck. Sorry, Jake. I just... Because it wasn't wow. my experience. Jake, okay. Let me ask you this. Hold bucks. on. Forget the fucks for a second. Let me go to the bank. What was your reaction when you walked up and you were like, hey, guys, and we explained to you what had happened? I recognized that your energy had changed, and I was like, oh, this is... I felt really bad for Jake, to be honest, because that's fucked up. Like, right. I've met celebrities and people that are influential to me or gone to panels to see people speak. Um, 
But that in-person interaction, you'll never forget. So it's like, it's really messed up if it's a, if it's a bad experience. And that right. sounds to yeah. me like it was all on her for being in a place in life where she's probably like, uh, just not, kind of just, yeah. yeah, not happy. My so. thing is, right. at least it was like, okay, there's certain people where if I met them and had a bad experience, it would very much tarnish uh, my, my experience watching them. Like if... Well, look at Kevin Smith. Like, every time he meets somebody who wants to take a picture with him but can't, like, because of their job, he'll take a photo anyway. And, right. like, he posts up something super sweet. Like, you see these, you see celebrities who really embrace it and right. who are all about being themselves. And it's like, like that's cool. And when we met Richard Dreyfus, like, we were all kind of prepared for the worst. And it turned out to be, like, really good. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to think. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, if I met, if I met Harrison Ford and he was an asshole to me, I think I would get kind of bummed out. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or turned on. I don't know. One of them. I would be so turned on. Jake's <laughs> just like, yeah. Well, I highly suggest everybody goes back and listens to the Linda Blair episode. It is episode 45, February 8th, 2017. We talk about it in great detail. But Jake. Yeah. There was some good news after this story with that statue, wasn't there? There was. Um the director of the film uh, was doing a little like an in-store signing because they, they were coming out with uh, the soundtrack on, on vinyl and uh, a good friend of ours, um, John Yurkeba was like, Hey man, I'm going to this, send me your statue. So I sent it to him and um, he got it signed for me and he kind of like relayed the story to, to William, the director. And, and, you know, he kind of got like a little bit of a chuckle out of it and, was like very happy to sign it and, and like even like the wax work i think reposted the picture of him signing like it, it was it was a very cool yeah uh experience yeah. yeah you need to take it up to linda blair at the next convention she's at and be like oh i got the friedkin i don't even need you on yeah. this i don't blair. need your fucking yeah. but please we sign <laughs> yeah just try uh, just cool. keep trying we're, on. one day we're gonna we're gonna trick her into signing it one day mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. She'll be all looped up on her, I don't know, her her cocktail whatever, of yeah. whatever she's looped up on. Whatever she's yeah. looped up on, and and she'll fall asleep at her table. We'll just put a marker in her hand and kind of we'll just do the... rub the statue against it, and that'll be your Linda Blair autograph. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. all right moving on okay. here. Two more. Number four, episode forty nine, March twentieth, two thousand seventeen. We recorded a podcast from. The legendary Stanley Hotel, the inspiration for The Shining, where Stephen mm-hmm. King stayed and said, hey, I have an idea for a book, and then wrote The Fucking Shining. Mm-hmm. We did a podcast from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jake. Yo. What'd you think of that? How many uh, fucks did you give about it? <laughs> uh, ten fucks and <laughs> one scary child. Um, I that two. was a very... <laughs> what a you can do? Two scary children. That uh, that was a very Jesus. fun episode, I think, and um, that was that was also one of those things that was like, it's one of those places I've always wanted to go to, and it's it's kind of one of those things where you don't really think you're ever going to end up getting to go there. You know, it's like it feels like it's in a different world. You know, when you look at pictures of it or you read about it, and that was just that hotel is beautiful. There's a lot of history there, a lot of history with. Just like the hotel itself, uh, you know, Stephen King, The Shining, Dumb and Dumber. Um, we got to see a lot of like props and just cool things. And it was 
it was it was fucking cool. We got to see where where it all happened. Um, that was a very fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Abigail Gardner. I gave it three fucks because yeah, it's another one of those really big important moments, and it felt full circle and special because Stephen King is something we talk about a lot. Something I started reading as a result of I already said that this podcast and Jake. So um, going and seeing this hotel was extremely special, and it felt spiritual and i mm-hmm. really really mm-hmm. although i will say there's a big regret factor because we did like the ghost tour instead of doing the regular history tour of the building so i want to go back and like be able to kind of redo my experience and like actually stay in 213 if that's possible because we were on the same floor like we were in i think 208 i went back and listened a little bit to that episode today um and yeah it just it just made me want to go 213 what's 213 isn't it 213? 217? Isn't it 127? No. What is it 108? What's the what's the 213 shot? 213 and 217, correct? Jake? Yeah. 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 You guys are confusing me. Yeah, Craig, what's with your You're stressing me out. Well, I had a great time. Yeah, room 217, The Shining, and then it was it's different between the book and the movie, so. Well, what did I say? Oh, 237. Oh, I said 213. It's 237 and 217. Welcome to Numbers with Yes, Oh, my God. I'm so glad we have this in the 100th episode. I really liked staying at the stand. I really did, too. Because we got haunted at night, and we heard things. We We did hear some things. We heard some ghosts. Yeah, that was weird. That was scary. You know what was fun about that episode is I remember that, Craig, you were like, basically falling asleep during recording it and i listened to part of it uh this week yeah and you are completely out of it and you're like in the middle of sentences and you just stop talking and (laughs) you're like you say something and then you're like what or you're like what do we you like just get it you're just you're so exhausted and i don't remember what day we recorded that on yeah if that was the day like we, we drove into town or whatever but like I remember, I remember it too. I remember you just being like so tired yeah, when we dude. when we recorded. The altitude is like insane out there. Yeah, why was I that. so sleepy? Oh, we were on a road trip. Yeah, I don't know, we had man. a lot going on. I, we probably had a big dinner, and I got tired afterwards. That's true. Probably we did yeah. have a big dinner there. We had we the have a big Cascades restaurant. Oh, we did. That was well, that was that after the big dinner. Yeah, it had maybe. Yeah, they must yeah. have put some tryptophan in my dinner. Would you have some turkey? <laughs> yeah, you're being a turkey. Dude, dude, I was like, yo, I like the Stanley Hotel. I like it so much that I'll have the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I fell asleep. Uh, cool, yeah, yeah that, that, was, uh, that was great. But guys, come on. Let's get to the main event here. The reason why we're all it. here, the reason Let's why we're it. alive. Wouldn't be the first time we talked about it. Won't be the last. Uh-huh. Number five on the top five experience fuck budget. Mm-hmm. A little movie. Ghostbusters, answer the call. Yeah. This was kind of like 20 episodes because it starts at the beginning of our podcast. This was kind of our reason for starting. Yeah. Yeah. We got a new Ghostbusters movie. It meant uh, that we were going to be sitting in a theater watching a Ghostbusters film for the first time since 1989. We're all diehard fans. It's a big, important part of our life. And we had a lot going on building up to this movie. So... I want to run down a couple things, and then we'll just have a general conversation about it. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. Jake? Yep. YHS Live, May 3rd, 2016. We're taking live calls. Who calls in? 
Dan Harshman. Uh, Dan, Dan Harshman, yeah. Dan Harshman did call in. Dan Harshman. Who was next? Paul Feig. Yeah. Director of Paul Ghostbusters Feig. Against the Call. Mm-hmm. Called in. Spent 30, 35 minutes talking to him. Wonderful guy. Great conversation. Super cool of him to call in. I definitely recommend going back and checking that out. We went to L.A. We all went to the Ghostbusters premiere. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, we recorded a podcast on an airplane, yep. 747. That's July 11th, 2016. Check out yeah. that episode as well. The three of us on a, I don't know, it was like a red-eye flight. Let's just talk about that real quick. Before we get into the movie, talk about our feelings about the answer to the call. Abby. Yeah. We're sitting in the front of a plane. Not the front, but like the front before you get to the mm-hmm. first class. It's two in the morning. Everybody's asleep. We're giving our first reactions. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> I was having my own personal like what stress in at that moment because I was stressed about keeping people awake on the plane and like getting in trouble because it's like most people get on a plane and like close their eyes if you're right. on a red eye flight. But it was like as soon as we like, sat down, I was like, hey, let's have an animated conversation. Hey, Make you look up. Laugh. All of a sudden there's a third light next to the the smoking and the uh, seatbelt sign. It's like a microphone with an X through it. No like, podcasting. Yeah. No podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember that the flight attendant made us put like our, our stuff, our luggage up. And like I was yep, had some vegan yep. cake. I was very stressed. It was very cake. stressed. We were eating some cake. Yeah. This is my cake time, ma'am. I've worked this is very my cake. hard. Hey. It's two in the morning. We're 40,000 feet in the air. This is my cake and podcasting time. Don't you know? Um, God, I miss that cake. Jake, what, what yeah. were your thoughts podcasting uh, in, uh, in the stack? I was also stressed out about the bag thing. I really wanted my bag with me. They made me put it up, and then I was able to get it. It doesn't make sense to me why I have to put it up. Anyway, um, I was stressed out that like that maybe you couldn't hear what we were saying because we were like kind of whispering. Um, because like we're Abby courteous just said, podcasters. Like Abby just said, everybody is trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. We did have my favorite special guest on that episode. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> the pilot. Yes. <laughs> he chimed <laughs> in a couple times. Who and so rudely just interrupted us a few times. With that facts. was very fun. I thought to do was to the plan. You know, it was a that was a very fun trip. Um, it was like a. That was just that's a that's a like once in a lifetime thing. And and even, you know, our, our current feelings on that movie aside, that w- that's still something cool. We got to go to like a fucking world premiere of of a big movie. And we you know, we met a lot of people. We got to do it with a lot of our friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and podcasting on the plane on the way home was like, is this a, that's a good end? Like, that's something we wanted to do. That's what mm-hmm. we went there for. Jake, yep. you got a slimer like a, mask? I got a fucking perfect slimer mask out of it i was like whoa i think pod yeah podcasting in the air at the end of that trip was that's a good that was a good way to like that was some good like closure for yeah the trip, it was good it was good yeah um that was kind of a whirlwind experience kind of branching off into uh going out to la because we flew out there we went to the world premiere of ghostbusters we hung out with all of our friends from all across the country, we met yeah. new people. Mm-hmm. We hung out with Ray Esposito from Ghostbusters Universe News. We hung out with Troy and Chris from the fucking Interdimensional Crossroad podcast. Um, John Yurkaba. John Yurkaba, great friend of the podcast. All these, yeah. all Hal and Mitchell. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people we've known for years. It was cool to have like 
our like our Ghostbuster family was there. You know, it, it wasn't it, really was. it wasn't like we like literally almost everybody we know in the Ghostbuster world like were there. And, and in and, our and room, not only we all shared a hotel room together. Exactly, and not only did we, we just get to hang out with everybody, like we we went to we had that event at the Perky Nerd. We we were you know we got to interview. You know William Bryan and and uh, Robin Shelby and just kind of hang out there and like all that. It was just fun. It was fun. It was yeah. a great weekend and and it was a whirlwind because we, gosh, we we flew in on a Friday morning. We did the Perky Nerd event. We had the Ghostbusters premiere Saturday, which turned into like an all day event. Saw the Ghostbusters. We saw the movie at night. Yeah. We spent the whole next day hanging out again. And then we mm-hmm. flew back on that Sunday on the Red Eye. Mm-hmm. And then we went and saw it again. Yeah. yeah. Like the for next a day we went and saw it again. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of um, uh, a really interesting and, and unforgettable yeah. 72 hours. Yeah, I remember getting in and like crawling into bed at like probably 5 in the morning, a little bit before the sun came up, and then getting a few hours of sleep and going right back to the movie theater. Right. Um, I, I, I doubt, no matter what, we're never going to get a new Ghostbusters movie again for the first time in whatever, 30 years. And right. Just sharing that experience with all of our friends and with you guys on the podcast, it was super special. Yeah. Yeah. That leads us to our full Answer the Call review on July 14th, 2016. It was just three days after we recorded the playing cast. I haven't gone back and listened to it. I I'm did. not going to lie. I didn't either. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, it's our most downloaded episode ever, uh, just for a fun behind the scenes fact there. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode where we, we, we gave all of our fucks, we gave all of our fucks and we broke it down and we talked about it scene by scene. And my recollection is that we were pretty positive about it at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jake, did you check out any of this episode? I did not. I listened to a little bit of our trailer review, like the for the when we first saw the trailer, and and we were pretty positive in just the trailer as well. Um, we were, but I, yeah, I, I agree. We, I think, I think all three of us loved this movie for a, a, a good period of time at the beginning. Right. Um, I, yeah, that was kind of like the you know. The culmination of everything was was getting to finally review like a new whether the movie like even if we even if when we watched it for the first time and we fucking hated it, that still would be such a a special episode because it's like that's that's what brought us all here together. That's what we've spent so much like time in our lives watching is ghost, but like no matter what, Buying. just the fact that we're sitting down and reviewing. You know, a new Ghostbusters film yeah. for the first yeah. time is like Enough. whatever. Yeah. So we we obviously we we've been very we loved it though. We loved it, and I think a year later, I don't have the episode number in front of me. We kind of did a revisiting, answer the call, and we were able to kind of get some closure, and it was pretty cathartic. Here's my thing, and I want to ask you this, Abby: Why can't you fall out of love with a movie? You can uh, fall out of love with a person. You yeah. can love somebody and then be like, I don't Dude, love Dude, as a anymore. human being, yeah, we experience emotions and go through ebbs and flows and, and our feelings and like how much you like something and whether you're into something or you move on to something else. And yes, I do think that opinions can change. Right. Um, There's a lot of people who loved The Phantom Menace when it came out who over time didn't love it anymore. Yeah. There are factors that can contribute or color your opinion of things, especially when you're closely involved like we were. 
or when you want something so desperately to be better than it is, then yeah, you yeah. can sort of convince yourself of anything. Right. Now, that's really interesting you said that. We're getting serious now. Jake, Abigail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we were convincing ourselves that we liked it or loved it? Or did was our genuine reaction right off the bat very positive? I mean, if we're talking I, honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I want... Hey, we've been going at this for a long time. We're 100 episodes in. Abby... Give us the truth. I mean, I think I had that feeling in my gut when I first saw it in the first, like, 15 or 20 minutes of, like, this is not a really good movie. This is... there By the by the end of it, when it wrapped up and the long credit sequence was going, which still had a bunch of little jokes and stuff in it, I remember feeling a distinct level of, like, is this all... I believe I'm dissatisfied. I think I'm let down. I am going to kind of deny that feeling because I've only seen it once and now I'm in my uniform with all my friends in uniform with Paul Feig outside. So it's kind of like maybe sort of like a suppression of an actual opinion in order to kind of like – because I mean – I don't think anyone wanted to be like, hey, there's a, some weird things going on in this movie. There's a few lines that I don't didn't really land for me. Like, it, it takes a little bit of time to step away from it yeah. and to see it again in perspective. I want to loop back around to that because that's really interesting. Jake? Uh, I, I definitely think that there were some things about it that I that I wasn't into or maybe I didn't like as much. But I do feel like my first... I actually feel like... I feel like my first impression was of the movie was that it was good. I think genuinely I thought it was good. And, and, and the reason I feel like that is because that second night that we saw the movie was, I feel like I liked it even more that second night. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was, but that night when we saw it in Atlanta, it was, it felt funnier to me. I felt like all of us were just like, laughing nonstop. And I don't know if that was just like an infectious thing because of the audience, like the mass whatever. hysteria. I, I remember coming out of it that second night being like, this is actually like, of course, like after the first showing, I was like, it was just such a weird time. And Craig, you, you've said this before. Like it was such a, an insane weekend that it's almost impossible to actually like sit down and focus on right. a new, like, so so like I, I did come out of it the first time liking it and genuinely thinking that it was good. But but I had a few things that were, you know, bothersome. But after that second night, I was like, no, this is a good movie. This, this is, is good. good. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I remember I, liking it the second time more feeling of more, yeah. more yeah, of a reaction I, to it. I, th- I think for me, there was so much buildup for this movie and there was so much hatred and like nonsensical, like, like just bullshit going on. Like it it, it felt very much like, okay, if I even so much as open the door to being able to criticize this movie, it was like almost like a fear. Like, does that mean I hate women? Because I don't, I love them. I love them more than men. Um, I, I didn't, I think I was fearful of being, uh, part of the the thing because i i wanted the movie to be successful right i wanted it to Mm -hmm. blow up and be the thing that completely blows ghostbusters up to a a brand new uh 
stratosphere. And then the franchise would go on and we'd get movies and shows and merchandise. And I, regardless, even if I walked out and was like, that was garbage, but I am going to support it because I want it to do the thing that I want it to do. Um, mm-hmm. And to go on to do more. Right, right. Because remember at that time, we're like, dude, we're going to get like two or three movies in this universe. We're going to get movies in the original universe. And there's going to be like a Netflix series and an animated show. And, and it was going to. Yeah. And I think what I realized was it's really. We saw the movie four or five times in theaters. And by the fourth or fifth. Like Ghostbusters is a movie, the original, that I've seen hundreds of times. I could sit there, watch it all the way through, and restart it. I love it. I laugh. I cry. It's everything to me. By the fourth or fifth time watching Answer the Call, I started finding it to be tedious. Mm-hmm. Like I, I started being like, okay, this scene kind of is boring. Why, and why is this in the movie? And then I started kind of being like, well, why are the characters' motivations what they are? And why is Bill Murray in this, but he's not Peter Vane? And I, I kind of started letting the hype die down and just trying to observe it as a movie standing on its own. And that's where it really started hitting me that like, oh man, I kind and I feel like they missed the mark. It was right around the time when it came out on Blu-ray and I was able to just sit it, watch it in the comfort of my own home where I was like, ugh. But credit to us, we didn't hold back. I think it was almost like the same day we were on the phone, we're like, is this movie not very good? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was when we saw that extended director's cut and you see like the dance sequence and you're like, wait, all the other stuff that almost got in this was somehow even worse than the stuff that made it in. And that's like a really disconcerting realization. Right. Of, like, right. It was stressful, man. It was really stressful. I, I, I listen, we, we bring it up all the time and I think it's easier to joke about it at this point, but I know that movie means a lot to a lot of people and there's people who really love it. And for those people, I think that's amazing. It still means a lot to me. Like I would say our investment level and like association and and involvement with it, it still means something to me. I agree. I agree. And and when I watch it now or when I see it, it it takes me back to some really good times. Mm -hmm. But objectively as a Ghostbusters movie, it's just not where it needed to be to, to, take the franchise to the next level yeah mm-hmm. but i highly recommend listening to that first uh, <laughs> that first review yeah um, if you love the movie because what you're gonna see it's not that like i love the what i love about movies and what i love about doing this podcast and what i love about connecting with people who listen to the podcast with you guys is that opinions change opinions mm-hmm. evolve your love of a franchise or a movie or of an actor or of an actress it can change for good or for bad, right? Jake, I know for a fact, not putting you on the spot, you were not an Anne Hathaway fan. And then you saw Colossal yeah. and you were like, yeah. I think I like Anne Hathaway now. You're right. No, you're right. She always bothers the fuck out of me. I saw right. Colossal and I thought she was amazing in it. I was right. like, well, wait. And Abby, yeah. I'm sure. No, you're you, right. You can change your opinion. When I saw Jurassic World, I was like, wait, do I still like Chris Pratt as much as I liked him in Guardians of the Galaxy? So yeah, you can go either way. Yeah. And my, that's another movie. My I enjoy Jurassic World to me is almost the reverse of Answer the Call. Because when I saw it in theaters, I was kind of like, okay, that was fun. But I was expecting Star-Lord and it was okay. And the it was I, I felt weird about Jurassic World when it first came out. But now, like over time, it's grown on me. And anytime it's on, especially that third act, 
I watch it and I really yeah. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I, Abby, I think you were kind of in the same boat as well. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely like grown on me, and I like it more than I did when I first saw it in theaters, which is the opposite of answer the call in that right. effect. So, um, and right. I don't know, I it would probably take a whole other episode of analyzing all the whys behind that, but we don't have time for that. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. Um, but hey, it feels good to shake it off. Jake, you gave yeah. that ten fucks too. I I did, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Even, even I mean, even though it was uh, uh, the movie itself didn't come out being the best thing, like, I, I gave it ten fucks for just for the experience, yeah. you know. That's cool. I, I wouldn't like the, whether the movie's good or bad. Like, uh, I would never. That that's one of the coolest things I think we've ever been able to be a part of. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, listen, we're gonna start wrapping it up. 100th episodes here. We have absolutely no plans of winding down anytime soon. Nah. In fact, I would expect us to wind up. Let's wind it up. Let's wind yeah. it up. We got Fallen Kingdom in a couple weeks. Yeah. We got a whole lot of dinosaurs to take in. I got to yep. catch them. I figured if I'm off, like shooting them with a with a serum or if I'm extracting something because I'm not really sure. Well, Something's happening. I've got two dinosaurs. That's all I know. I did want to say before, before we wrap it up. Thank you. Heartfelt thank you to all of our listeners, anybody who's ever supported us, anybody who's ever downloaded, listened, told a friend. It's fucking awesome. Or reached out and like posted things in uh, group therapy and like that, that means a whole lot to us. It does us. mean a whole Absolutely. lot. Yeah. I mean, we connected with a lot of people. Uh, we've met a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. Jake, the shirt you're wearing is as a result of one of the connections we've made. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And I yeah. love it. William Vega, he posts on group therapy. He's got a shirt shop. We wanted to save the dino shirt. Bam. We yeah. got to save the dino delivered. shirt. Yep. Yeah, thank you. That even looks better than the one you can buy at Hot Topic now. I think it is because this one's accurate to the one in the in the that you see Claire wearing. Right. Um, yeah. So heartfelt thank you to everybody who supported. Um, please keep supporting. Uh, tell your friends. You know the stuff we talk about. If if you want uh, some fun, like we we have that balance. It, it gets it gets exciting. It gets cynical. It gets a little. Dirty. A little dirty. Then it gets really serious and heartfelt, and we almost cry. Yeah. And then Jay cries because fucking the exorcist woman. Because we're on the Exactly. But uh, we're going to wrap it up at YHS Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. No, Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. Yes Have Some Group Therapy. And also the YouTube channel. We're live. We're not live, but we're on video. You can see us. See us doing our thing, shooting balloons. Yeah. But we're going to wrap it up right now. A little bit of a rapid fire. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. don't have an answer, say pass. Okay. Abigail. Okay. Yeah. What are rapid- we doing? I don't know. We're going rapid fire. Though. Abby. Yes. Biggest regret over the last hundred episodes. I already said it. The not going to the panel for the last Jedi trailer at uh, Cel- Star Wars Celebration. So. Cool. Jake. Same question. Uh, I don't mean to like steal Abby's stuff, but yeah, not not being a celebration longer. Okay. For Jake, I stole your stuff my biggest yeah. regret over the last hundred episodes is not pressing Paul Feig harder on. I feel like if I would have just been like, "Listen, Paul, keep it in universe. Keep it. It'll be easy. Keep it in the universe." He was in the I editing was bay. Little, he was he literally at the editing place. Yeah. Like, Listen, <laughs> if you have one line in this movie, you could connect the universe. Post credit scene. Connect, connect, connect. Keep it in the universe. That's yeah. my biggest regret. Also, is soup funny? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think soup funny. is funny. Mm, we should have talked about it. Okay. Uh, we didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. But we weren't. Hey, go listen to our review. 
That's three motherfuckers who thought soup was funny. You know? <laughs> soup All right. was funny. Abigail. Yes. Favorite moment? Uh, I would say probably doing the interview like we were talking about with the uh, the cast from It with uh, uh, Brandon Crane, Marlon Taylor. That was very, very special. Cool. So, um, yeah. And probably just going to Celebration and also going to Megacon. That's like a recent really special memory. So, yeah. There you go. Jacob Walsh, favorite moment? It is very, very hard to pick a favorite moment. Um, I'm going to say our time at the Stanley Hotel. Nice. I like that. I I would say that my favorite moment, gosh, it might be the Stanley Hotel, man. Being outside in the snow, chasing deer. Ooh, those little eyes popping up. That was very cool. I liked it. I liked it. I might come back to that. Um, (laughs) Abby wrote all these down. Maybe you could just take this one. Oh, I don't know if I need to. Things that you were pitched on the show that you still wish were real. Oh, I mean, I figured that you could take the reins here with Ghostbusters High School, but we're all <laughs> pretty familiar with that. I like the Danfrontation. Danfrontation well, is what I was going to say. Right. The, the Dan Aykroyd-themed King Kong ride, uh, yeah. where you're just riding in a CVS basket and he's picking out the crystal skull, and he's saying, <laughs> hello, cadets, and he's breathing fire. Oh, God. Um, That's I'll just, great. We're going to run down here. We're going to roll the credits. A couple other things that we had here. Darth Maul rats. Yeah, T-shirt. A T-shirt? I don't even remember that. That was last week. So, <laughs> Guys, I thought so hard about the last 100 episodes. It was last week's. All right. Too reference. stressed to be blessed. That's a license plate. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was always a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Barge and in charge. Yeah. We are, mm-hmm. we coined a collecting phrase. To barge means to spend to money. Yeah, we yeah. flipped it. Use that, please, people. Verb. Please. Please. And Use that phrase. Um, mm-hmm. And then the, the YHS fan-made documentary about Toys R Us called Toys Were Us. Were to- Us. To- to- Toys Were Us. Uh, <laughs> or... Or YHS presents true story T R U, how one giraffe affected a generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We're not going to do that, but it would have been I good. I thought it would be really good. It would have been know? good. Um, we did it. So, and real quick, <laughs> I want to talk about two things, and we're going to wrap it up. Favorite guest that I've ever had, Kurt Fuller. Agreed. Unbelievable, oh, for sure. Kurt Fuller from Carlos Fuente was also very cool. Carlos Fuente was good. Mm-hmm. Carl. Favorite guest he, he, oh, who ever... Oh, he was amazing. He was hey, fun. Hey, Andrew Schaefer. Also. Love Andrew Schaefer. Guest. Favorite yes. guest who ever threw the entire entertainment industry under the bus? Carlos Sante. Yes. Um, <laughs> I really liked that. But Kurt Fuller, who played Jack in GB2 and obviously Russell in Wayne's World, and he's on Psych, yep. and he's a no-holds-barred. Love him. Mm-hmm. Go check out that episode as well. Yeah. And um, I don't know, guys. Let's reminisce real quick. We decided to start a podcast. We sat down. What was our very first episode about? I know I, I, I mean, knew that my stress was about um, I submitted some photos to be an extra in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and I was worried that like my pictures weren't well did you get wanted. it? no yeah. I don't even know was if that it, scene was in there was our first episode not about Ghostbusters? I think it probably was I think we were talking about like Toy Fair mm-hmm. and all the new Ghostbusters stuff coming out I think I'm pretty sure episode 2 and 3 were the Jurassic Park episodes right mm-hmm. um, well we'll have to go back and check it out and listen you could still hear. You could still be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You, yeah. You just got to pray. Sure. It might happen. Yeah. Just eat, pray, love. I've been waiting. Eat, pray, love. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to end it on that one. For yeah. Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, mm-hmm. I'm Craig Goldberg. 100 episodes in. 100 in. Hey, yeah. to 100 more, raise your glasses. Yes. Cheers. Mine's plastic. Mine's an empty Coke can. Chink. Mine's a water bottle. <laughs> um, and, Going uh, big for 100. 
Make Ghostbusters great again. That's my new slogan. Yeah. If somebody could draw me up some merchandise, we'll, we'll get the store going. And, you know, we're really going to push this thing. And, you know, once it goes, we're going to go fast on this one. Do people just <laughs> listen for your Dan Aykroyd impression? I think people stop listening because of my Dan Aykroyd <laughs> yeah. impression. Uh, Jake, Abigail, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. We'll see everybody thank next you. time. Thank we you. guys have some podcast. For All right, guys. more. Bye. Later. Later.